welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 51. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe. And as always, you can reach out to me on all of the socials at flores.run. Uh, hope you had a Merry Christmas. Uh, took last week off from recording an episode. Just wanted to really spend time um, with the fam here at the house. Um, this is actually our first year that we spent Christmas in Ohio in quite a long time. Last year we were in Australia and then a few years before that we were in Florida and New York and kind of just been traveling around. Um, it's kind of our time. Kayla has some extended time off from work around Christmas and New Year's and stuff. So we try to take advantage of that and go somewhere this year um, with my surgery and Bella's surgery and just everything going on. We just decided, you know what, it probably just makes more sense to stay at home, uh, not really try to go too crazy and stuff like that. So yeah, we spent the uh, spent Christmas here at home. Uh, it was amazing. Kayla had mimosas. I had beer mimosas all day. We watched Christmas movies, uh, stayed in our PJs all day. It was just... Uh, it was a, a really, really good time. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, last week, I also had my final checkup with my surgeon from, from the lipoma removal. Everything is looking good, healing as she expects it to. I was cleared to get back to full running, um, nothing to the limitations. I can't get in open water, but being in Ohio right now in the winter, that wasn't happening anyway. So um, yeah, things are going well there. I did get a pretty good run in this past Saturday. Uh, I, I ended up doing 10 miles. And if you guys, um, in the central Ohio area, you realize how, like how ridiculously cold it was. Cause we got a decent amount of snow for Christmas and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was freezing. I think it was like three degrees with the wind chill. And like, there was a lot of areas that were just like covered in snow. I did the piece of the trail, the old Tangy trail. And it was nice having some like snowpack trail, decent pacing and stuff like that. So it was a really good run. Um, just shaking out 10 miles. Um, yeah, that was great. But now we're coming here to the end of 2020. And this is an episode that I've done. I did last year and did on my old podcast as well. Just kind of recapping the year, taking a look at the goals that I had and kind of looking forward. Um, I always like to say you need to look back before you can move forward, but you need to do both of those. Like you can't just always look back and say that, you know, the, um, here's what happened or the what ifs and that sort of thing. You always need to look ahead and kind of plan out those things. And what I use this episode for is not really a, uh, not to like brag or anything on myself or say, here's all the cool things I've did, or here's what I want to do, but it's more or less like uh, holding myself accountable. I always feel like if you tell somebody else something, it holds you more accountable to get that thing done, whatever it may be, whether it's, uh, career wise, fitness wise, personal wise, whatever the case might be. If you tell people, it kind of gives you, holds you a little more accountable. If you tell people that you can kind of trust to be like to poke and prod you to make sure you're um, going in the right direction. So you can't look ahead until you really reflect on where you've been. And, and I don't have to tell anyone this, but what a year 2020 has been. It's just been it's been crazy. You know, we started the year with like Australian fires. Yes, that was also a part of 2020, if you did forget. Um, but yeah, it's just been been a crazy year. I set some really strong goals, not knowing um, that the world would change <laughs> and that a lot of these things couldn't happen uh, just because of like race schedules and stuff like that. But it was, it was a very interesting year. So I want to kind of like step back and look at the things that I, that I set out for 2020 and then kind of just go from there. So the goals I set for 2020, I obviously had to write them down and actually had to look back at the last year's episode to figure out what I even said I was going to do. Cause, uh, I somewhat forgot. Um, 
but I was hoping to do nine more states, uh, PR a marathon, PR my back-to-back races, and then focus on training. And a lot of those things um, ended up happening in a weird kind of way, but uh, I was able to do four new states, uh, Mississippi, Arkansas, Nebraska, and Utah. Um, Obviously, I had like 10 races scheduled and paid for. Every single one of those got canceled. Um, A couple I was able to pick up like Nebraska and Utah. I was able to pick up those later in the year and make those work. Um, but it was crazy. You no know, races canceled because of COVID and then race canceled because of the Colorado fires. Again, this year was just, just absolutely crazy with, with the way things were going. It's kind of teaching me to, to understand that things happen and kind of go back to focusing on the journey not the destination because sometimes things change and you kind of just have to be in that moment and just understand that. But, um, as far as PRing a marathon, um, I ran my own race on Boston Day, and I actually did a PR. Um, I say I PR the distance; I didn't PR the race, um, because or I didn't PR the marathon, if we want to call it that way, because I didn't run an official marathon race. So even though I ran the distance in a faster time than I had, my marathon PR is still in Georgia. Uh, I still haven't had a chance to to do that on a race day because obviously there's a different mentality to that and there's a little extra, I don't want to say anxiety and stress, but that kind of like outward, um, I don't know, I guess stressors is a thing, like outward influence of just like, hey, this is this is important, get it done, you have more people and then it's, you know, it's a, it's a little more challenging. So hopefully next year will be kind of the year that I can, power through that and make it, uh, you know, make it happen. Really. Um, um, I only had one chance at the back-to-backs. It was, uh, Mississippi and Arkansas. I had a pretty decent first day, but because Jackson, that race, Mississippi blues, I've talked about it before. I don't remember what episode it was when I talked about it, but it just wasn't, it wasn't a good, a well run race, the race management, like it just was not there. And it was, you know, it was a warm day and a, it just, I, I could have raced it better, so I'm not going to blame the race for, for how I performed, but I kind of beat myself up a little too hard that race, made Arkansas a little tougher, but, you know, having a Parker there the entire time, like we did those back-to-backs together, which he was on the episode when we talked about it, it was a great experience, and I'm, I'm super, uh, I was really happy that I was able to do that. Um, and then training went went super well um, towards the end of the year. Things have kind of tailed off just because of the races on, on the horizon. I kind of tailed off on mileage just to try to stay healthy. And then I had my surgery and decided, you know, to take the time that I needed to heal up, <clears throat> not to do anything stupid and hurt myself. Um, but like with my training, my average pace for the year dropped by over a minute down to nine minutes and 20 seconds a mile, which is just absolutely crazy. And, you know, I've ran more miles and I felt like I've gotten stronger. Um, I'm hopefully finishing the last year. I got 19 more miles as of the recording. This is Sunday night. Um, I've got 19 more miles in the year to hit 1400 for the year. Again, very short of my, my year, my goal yearly to run the, the year, but it is what it is. But 1400, I'll still take that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a recap of that. And this year was definitely a, an interesting experience. I like to say I learned a lot about um, training and, and really just myself um, as a whole. My word for this year was was present, and I think I did a, a pretty decent job at it. Um, I think I'm going to always struggle with it as I tend to overcommit myself, but I think I did pretty good at kind of um, being home when I was at home. If that makes sense, I know it's hard like working from home, but 
it was just being present in the moment and not being so focused on everything that was going on, kind of just being right there. There's a whole idea of being present is trying to juggle too many things at once and not focusing on, on the tasks that I was doing or even just the, the time I was spending with my friends and family. And <clears throat> I was able to focus on the projects that I needed um, and, and focusing on the work to get done when it needed to get done quickly and efficiently. I think I did a pretty decent job of making sure that happens. I would say like one of my highlights for the year kind of around this being present thing was was having Kayla home with me for a few months during the shutdown here in Ohio. Um, I brought it up during, the, during this, this time, but uh, her office had closed down for a good bit and she was home all the time. And just spending that time with her every day uh, at first I was just like, oh, this is going to be kind of not, not annoying, but you know, I have my routines. I have my things I do. And you know, randomly in the middle of the day, I'll walk around and just, you know, take a break from work or whatever the case might be. And, and it was just, I was like, oh, what's she going to say? You know, da, 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 da. But it was, it was really, really good just to have that time with her every single day. It really made those days great. You know, it allowed me to kind of talk things through with her rather than things stir in my head instead of saying, hey, you know, we need to talk about something later and then completely forget like we could have those conversations like when they came in my mind. And I'm sure she was probably annoyed with with uh, being home all the time and me just bothering her. But um, yeah, it was it just it just allowed me knowing that when I was when I was able to walk out of my office, like that was kind of like me going to work. And when I got out of there, it was, I was at home and I could focus on home, even though work was just in the other room. She made it, uh, made me able to be able to kind of focus on being at home. And, you know, it was just, it definitely helped a lot in, in that focus of being present. Um, there's also obviously been a lot of year, a lot of growth in the podcast this year, obviously as time passes more people listen, more people subscribe. And, and it's really, that's not what I mean, uh, with the metrics and stuff like that. I rarely look at them, um, just to make sure, Hey, is, or is this actually getting out to people? That's about it. I don't judge the trends or anything like that. Cause I just talk about what I want to talk about and have people on the show that I want to talk about. But that's, that's kind of my favorite part of the podcast is I've met a ton of amazing people doing amazing things. And it's just been so great just to sit down and have a conversation with them and just meeting new people, sharing stories. Um, it's really the reason why I do it every single week or every single week-ish um, is really just to, to meet new people and you know find those stories. And like, it's similar to my reason of running, like my, my reason of why I enjoy races so much is meeting new people, sharing stories and stuff like that. It's not about the competition. I'm never going to win a race. I'm not going to get anywhere near that, but just being able to meet people and share stories and stuff like that, that really, I don't know, that really does it for me in races. And then I've learned a lot about myself this year, you know, having to spend a lot of time, like I said, working at home, sitting in my office, um, whether it was for my day job, video editing, photo editing, the podcast. Um, I started to lose my mind a little bit, I think, sitting at the same desk, doing the same thing, but I learned to to kind of get away. And again, when Kayla was home, that made it easier, like to get away from that. Even if it was only for 10, 15 minutes, take a quick break and kind of refresh myself. Um, I ended up reading 14 books this year. Um, I'm trying to finish up 15, reading David Wright's uh, memoir. Um, and yeah, it's, it's absolutely nuts. I think last year I, ran, I read nine. The year before that, I read two. And then before that, I don't think I read any. And since like college. Um, so it's like I've read 14 books this year. 
uh, it's just been, it's been great. You know, I spent more time reading the Bible, growing in my faith and investing in myself, um, focusing on what's more, what's the most important thing in my life, reducing some of the noise and stuff like that in my life. It's been a, uh, it's been great to kind of be present again and just have that focus and know what's important. Um, yeah, earlier I had brought up, obviously I'm going through some notes here. I want to make sure I hit the points that I had because there's a lot of things that I think are interesting to people and hopefully you're, you're getting something from this other than like, why is Jonathan just telling us about his year? Because we've listened to his year and we know kind of what he's doing. But um, it, earlier I had said, uh, mentioned about my word, you know, my word being present. And if you didn't listen to the episode last year, I participate in this thing called One Word every year. And it's basically a mentality for the year rather than like a new year's resolution. Cause obviously we've seen the statistics that like three weeks into the year resolutions go out the window and it doesn't really matter. So it's kind of like changing your mindset and your mentality of what you're going to focus on for the next year. And it helps kind of provide clarity and focus to what you're doing rather than like individual tasks that, that some will fail. Sometimes you succeed, but are they really, really that important? Like on an individual task basis. And last year, like I said, my word was present, but for 2021, my word's going to be available. Um, I realized this year while being present that I am way too busy. And this busyness is definitely self-inflicted. I say yes to way too many things and they're not bad things per se, but there are just too many of the things. And being available is more than just saying no to certain things or kind of doing that. It's, but it's purposely putting time aside to be there um, for whatever it is, for my family, my friends, maybe a project I want to do, but I didn't have time to do because I filled this up with, with things that were just like, oh, this is open. I'll just fill this time. And rather than just filling time, having like a purpose for that time, like if it's really not a value add, I shouldn't put it in there just because I have quote unquote time because there's something I could be doing value add with that time. Um, we're hangry's launching here on the fourth, a brand new reverse rebranding and brand new hangry really. Cause it was a hangry race series. Now we're going to be hangry and and it's going to be, it's, I'm so excited for what 2021 has for it, but without, I need to make sure I put the time into it, but if I don't have the availability to do it, I can't make the time for it. Does that make sense? I think about, does that make sense? Perfect. But yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of making that time for me also when I need that time, you know, running this rat race really hasn't gotten me anywhere. You know, I, I, I get a lot quote unquote accomplished, but at what cost, what am I kind of losing out on because I'm just filling in my time. So I'm kind of looking forward to what this new focus of being available will show me in 2020. Obviously being present showed me that I'm way too busy and I need to be more available, but I'm, I'm very curious on what the available will kind of show me in this next year. Um, some other goals that I have, um, just to list them out again, make myself accountable. Um, I would like to give another state goal of how many states I would like to get done, but who knows when races are going to be happening in person. Obviously I can't do virtual races to complete states. So yeah, I can't really, I can't really say that, but I just want to, again, focus on my training be smart about that, continue on moving um, to just get stronger and get faster and really just be a better runner overall. I think that would be, it would be awesome. Again, I'd like to PR all of the distances that I do, um, but it all depends on races and stuff like that. So who knows kind of what that takes, but then, you know, from uh, uh, another, like a personal level itself, I'd like to read, you know, let's, let's throw 20 books out there. 
you know, I read, I read like 10 in three months and then I kind of slowed down because I was like, oh, I'm spending too much time reading. Uh, and it's obviously some of the stuff was good reading other stuff, which is like, I'm just reading Harry Potter. Like it's not really benefiting me at all. I don't even know how to pronounce half the words that they're saying um, or that that's on the page. But, you know, I just kind of want, I don't know. I don't want any of these like superficial goals. I remember a couple of years ago, I didn't make actual goals down on paper. I was just like, Hey, I just want to be a better runner and be a better person. And I think that helped, but it, it kind of lacked the focus for me. So I'd like to get more, more races in that I can, you know, really just be available for whatever happens this year. It's going to be an interesting year. Just after this last year that we had just everything between COVID the election, everything that was involved in that we're kind of turning a page as a country, but what does that mean? Um, what does the future hold in that state? What does that even look like? There's a lot of unanswered questions, but instead of just kind of letting life happen, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to grab it and I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy the ride and I'm excited for everything that's going to take place in, in 2021. Even the things I have no idea what it's going to be, but yeah, I think it's just, I don't know. Like I said, I wish I, I wish I had some more specific goals and things, but since it's so unknown, I want to be available. I don't want to kind of pigeon my whole pigeonhole myself into something. Um, the Minimalists have a, a new documentary that'll be coming out on the first, so definitely recommend that. It's on Netflix. Uh, I'll be posting about it on my socials, I'm sure, because I'll be watching it that morning. But it's it's kind of just realigning what you need for you. You know what I mean? So when you think about these goals um, and kind of focusing for the next year, it's like, what, what do you need to focus on? You know, what is, what is your one word? What is the one thing that you want to work on that will kind of make to be that catalyst of that change? Like what's going to spark you to go to that next step, to dig a little deeper, to do a little more. And again, obviously our shows run with purpose, but it's running your life with purpose and intentionality. What is the thing you can do to push yourself forward, to continue on? You know, if you stay still, you're going to die there. No one wants to just be mediocre. We all want to be excellent at something. And it's not necessarily for praise or recognition or anything like that. We just want to continue uh, pushing the limit. Or at least that's my, my hope for you. I hope you want to push the limit. Don't sell yourself short. I talked about this last year. Don't sell yourself short. You're capable of so many things. But what do you need to focus on for 2021? Not necessarily a new, new year's resolution, but kind of what is your word? I'd love to hear from you. So you says, you know, send it out, but your, your goals, your word, your focus, let me know what I can do to help, you know? How can I help you get there? But remember, I'm only somewhat available. <laughs> but you know, you need to write down your goals. You need to tell someone, make yourself accountable for the things you're setting out to do. I saw this somewhere and I think it really sums up how we need to end 2020 and bring in 2021. It said, be a good person and wash your hands. That's it. I don't think I could say it any better myself, but keep running with purpose one step at a time. Happy new year. And I'll see you on the other side. See you guys.